What's your price to never wear any footwear again except for rollerblades or to only eat candy bars for six months or to marry your high school bully? Let's find out. Here to give each hypothetical of the dialectical, get reflective on the subjective, and bring you a fountain when you climb in that mountain. We're your hosts, Ann Ruben Corney and Lindsay Hicks. Also joining us today is a very special guest, host, actress, social media queen, and director, Glozell Green. Throw me the keys to that DeLorean. We are about to travel. We have hostess. Actress, social media queen, director, entity beyond all entities, Glozell Green. Hello. Hello, this is Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. Hello. We are so lucky to be here with you. We go way back. Oh, Aww. God. Do you know where I first met you and Ron? Well, you and I first met probably like eight or nine years ago when I was at Maker. And we were, you were doing a bunch of collabs with my team with Bart Baker. We were doing a bunch of parodies and you and him were, you and him were doing the cross collabs. You just struck it rich a few years ago with your cinnamon challenge. You had yes, yes. bajillions of views on that and you were breaking out in comedy on YouTube. And I was behind the scenes while you were in front of the scenes at the same time. So it was fun. And look at you. Look at you. I'm so proud of you. I was going to say, you, you haven't aged. I feel like I've the gray has worked its way in. The the skin, it sags. I'm aging in front of Lindsay's eyes. She says it every day. But you look younger. Well, I was waiting for you guys to come in. I was like, mm, because they say black don't crack, but I feel like it's starting to give. I'm like, I, I have no problem with Botox or fillers or anything. I just haven't done it yet, but I will. I thought at 50 I would. Now I'm like, well, maybe 55. I don't know. So I'm like, my eyebrow could be a little higher. It's a personal choice, but... You look incredible. It's the ring light. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I feel like there's two memories I have of you from knowing you over on and off over the last decade or so that are not professional in any way that I don't know if you know, like have stood out clearly in my mind. Two non-professional, okay. There was one where you had just interviewed Obama. That was like the big thing you had done that year, right? You did his State of the Union post-interview, and it was really cool. What was that Thank 2015 you. or something? And yeah. I saw you on set after. I, I, I think I've heard you say this to other people, so maybe it's your line from it. But I asked you how he smelled. They tell you not to touch him. You know, they go through this whole thing. <laughs> they, the people who talk in their wrists and da 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 you know, don't touch it. You know, but when he showed up, I was just like, what's up? You know, like you just hug them. You're like, wow. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm about to get shot. You know, because like they go, because I'm still holding on to them. And then I was like, oh man. You know, he smelled like sandalwood and power. Mm, that is a sexy combination. Let me tell you. I was like, oh, yes, yes, yes. So it was great. How do we feel like everyone else smells? I feel like like FDR would probably smell like eucalyptus and soap. I could see okay, that. Okay, so you're going to go back that far. Okay, and I feel like Abraham Lincoln might have smelled like acorns. Ooh. Acorns, sawdust. Toasted acorns, just like lightly toasted mm. in a cast iron skillet. In a time long before deodorant. Actually, I don't know if they had deodorant in Abraham Lincoln's time, but I, I don't know. Actually, fun fact about Abraham Lincoln's time, they used to find ground squirrels and rub them on their armpits. The dander would coat your armpits and, and plug up your sweat glands. That's a lie. I know that that's a lie. You don't remember? I learned it on on uh, on uh, in school. I that's made up. It's made up. It doesn't even make any sense. 
Okay, so what did you say they rubbed underneath the arm? I said that back in Abraham Lincoln's day, they would pick up a ground squirrel and rub it. And the ground squirrels were not clean in that day, unlike today's modern park ground squirrel. And they would rub it on their armpit glands and it, the, the, the coat, the powder coat from the squirrel would clog up their pores. Like when you say ground squirrel, are you talking about an animal? Yeah. What do you think? I'm talking about like a, a metaphor. I didn't know. I never heard anybody call it a ground squirrel. Yeah, ground squirrel is, is there a different, is there like a tree squirrel and a squirrel that doesn't climb trees? Tree squirrels are for the hair. You would roll them up in your hair and let it flow about. Okay, now we know he's making up stuff. Yeah, you can't trust me. The other really like prominent memory I have with you, Lindsay's there for it, is we were all at VidCon 2019 pre-pandemic, all doing our own hustle. We were all there for our own thing. And then just like, randomly Lindsay and I walk by your whole family and we just had lunch with your entire extended family for like an hour and a half and to me that was like the highlight of maybe my career I know that was so nice your mom is such a good companion for meals this is what I learned oh my goodness that's hilarious yes she enjoyed VidCon more more than anybody I remember there were two kids at VidCon and we were having a blast with them I thought you owned both no, my daughter is five. She wouldn't have, I don't think, she, she's not No, she was there. What? Yeah, that? she was there. She was a very little baby, though. She was maybe like oh, one okay. or but, yeah, something, yeah. I, I only have one, yeah. But I pray, like, I got candles over there. Like, I pray all the time. I got pictures of a, a son up there. So I'm like, I take this as a sign. Maybe it's a premonition Aaron's having. They, yes, that's so. I'm like, you're like my son. I'm like, wait, what? Because that's what I truly, truly want to sign, yes, so. I'm just going to put it out there that Aaron says. We're all putting it out there. I'm putting it out there. We want so much good stuff for you in life, Clozelle. Thank you. Same to you. But the one thing I think we could both really just gain right now more than anything is just a really deep exploration into footwear. So let me ask this question. Guys, what's your price to never wear any footwear again except for rollerblades? Do you know how to rollerblade, either of you? I think I can. Yes. Yeah. I don't think I rollerblade. I roll I roller skated, so I would think that I could rollerblade, but what's the difference? Roller skate is four wheels. Roller skate has four and rollerblades is like in one row. But um I have ice skated. I could hold myself up on ice skating. I can go around. I feel like if you can ice skate, you can rollerblade. And in fact, I think rollerblading might be easier than ice skating. First of all, you're not freezing to death. I don't like to be cold. I also really, really hate it. I do not like to be cold. If you're going fast, but this is just rollerblades, which you could do. Actually, you can't really rollerblade when it's icy because you'll just slide all over the place. You know what I mean? You would really need a rubber-soled shoe to get around in the ice. Okay, so what's the length of time? Because I could wear whatever, but... This is forever. Yeah, it's the rest of your life. I can do it for, let's go for 100 million. What's your thought behind that? When I'm inside, I won't be wearing these shoes and I don't care to go outside. So I wouldn't have them on <laughs> that much. And then I'll have so much money. People could carry me if I had on the rollerblades anyway. So that works for me. You want to be like, was it like the Persian king in 300 where just people carry them around on the pillars? Or Mariah Carey, you know, people carry her. Like yep, it's Exactly. Wait, what? She gets carried all the time. I don't know that she can still walk. She might not be able to walk. Yeah, there's no proof that she could walk because she gets carried everywhere. Not in the last couple of years. We don't know. We know she can stand, but no actual physical walking. Right. 
She gets carried. Mariah's carried. Mar- ah, Mariah carried. That's her new name. Mariah gets a carried. It's like a weird kid's book title. You can stand with shoes on, but you can't walk without shoes on. Is that possible? I guess, no, it's never to wear any footwear again. Like you can put, wear them for a photo, right? Like if I want to be photographed, I don't want to be barefoot or in rollerblades. You can't wear footwear ever again, except for rollerblades. I'm not a shoe person. I don't mind the rollerblades. You really aren't. No, no, I'm not. You're a sandaled person. Yes, yes, sandals, Crocs, whatever. And a lot of people, a lot of women are, but since I'm not, it has to be life-changing money because people are going to be like, why are you wearing them? skates? You know, like it's 100 degrees out here or we in the woods, we're going camping. Why you? So it has to be enough that I'm like, because I got $100 million. Yeah, you really don't. It's like you you know that socially it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. And so you have to be like, I know it looks stupid, but actually, I think I'm going to laugh all the way to the bank. Exactly. And it puts you in, in the Elon Musk. Like, you you won't be that strange when you with the one percenters, like, because they're doing something just as bizarre. So it's, I have to be up there with them. With all of that money, you could get very fancy rollerblades that maybe yes. even do a lot of the work for you. There you go. You know, you could get a special camping version. I like lights. I like sound effects, but also like an all-terrain wheel with extra <laughs> rubber, big wheels, so that if I go over a tiny thing in the street, I don't fall down. So now I need my own line. I need my own line of rollerblades. Yeah. And there you go. And that'll make more money and people enjoy it because that's what I wear. You ever see the people skateboarding with like the controller where they can press it and it makes skateboard go? You could get that built in your rollerblades too. You could be real, real lazy with it. And waterproof. Oh, yeah. You got to hit those puddles with confidence. Glow blades. Glow blades. I I already want these now. I know I don't need them because this isn't like I'm not going to actually do this in my real life. But I want them. I want these forest green all-terrain lights and sounds. Yeah, I want glow blades. Since I'm creating them, it doesn't matter if you actually use them because it's a collector's item at this point. Yeah, I just want to display them and have everyone know that this is what I'm, this is what I like. And you contribute to Glowzilla and Ozo's life and the sun that is coming according to Aaron. Yes. It's true. (laughs) It's true. Wait, okay. So I don't know if either of you live your life in fear constantly and just that's how you orient yourself, but... I do, but only about things that don't make any sense. Your odds are pretty good that you're going to have a few injuries in your life if you are on rollerblades all the time. Well, how many injuries do you have just without wearing them? My shoes don't have wheels, and I still have a hard time walking sometimes. That's why I'm like, how many people... Because we're talking all year round, not just certain seasons, you know, just walking, walking in front of a bus, walking in front of a... Almost set a plane. I remember because I had rollerblades when I was a kid and they weren't fancy. They were very not fancy. But boy, did I get some real scrapes, <laughs> real serious knee and elbow scrapes. And it was not pretty on my rollerblades when I was a kid. Did you wear a helmet? Hell no. I didn't wear knee pads. I didn't wear elbow pads. I was just skating around the cul de sac with the other bros. And I got hurt so bad so many times and I still went for it. I still was like, why would I stop? You're just gangster like that. Or masochist. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm thinking about this and I'm thinking like, I'm going to miss out on a lot of life that I really like. For instance, I really love a nice long walk 
with my dog. My dog Bagel is very afraid of things that make noise and rollerblades can be loud on the ground. So will I even be able to take Bagel on walks anymore because she'll be afraid of my feet? And then will I have to walk barefoot on my walks, in which case my feet will get gross and I'll have to be in the podiatrist weekly. Or you can get some earphones for your dog. Dog earphones. Okay, I don't know if those exist, so then I would have to get them made. I have to have a whole thing with the vet. Wait, is that part of your budget is to dog, fabricate dog earphones? R&D, fabrication and distribution of dog headphones so that you can wear forest green inline skates that play music. Yes, that's part of my budget. That's not part of my budget because that's like, I don't know, only one person that needs this for bagel. Yeah, it's just one person. It's something we don't tell every guest all the time, but if you do this, you have to walk bagel also. So if you're going to get these blades on, you're going to spend more time with me and Lindsay. Well, Big will be walking me. I'm on rollers, so the dog will be walking me. Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, the, the bagel's very small, and I don't know if she would be able to pull my weight. So what I would have to do is I would have to get more dogs, which is expensive. Like you do in Alaska, like, you know... You have a dog slit. Yeah, like a little bit of Iditarod action, which, you know, from an animal rights standpoint, I don't agree. But I'm sure there are some dogs that would like to pull me up a hill or just around. Maybe a dog and a horse. Ooh, yeah. A dog and a horse that I rescued from racing and pulling. And I'm like, you don't need to do that there. You can come and do that here just for me once a day. And it's really easy. And I have lots of uh, treats for you. So what kind of music are you going to play for these dogs on their dog headphones? You got to play Beyonce. Yeah, maybe only Beyonce. Something very soothing for the dogs. I mean, Bagel gets scared. She gets, you know, loud noises upset her. So maybe maybe it would just be something soothing, like the air conditioner sound or something like that. Air conditioner sound by Beyonce? Yes. Okay. Which would be the only version. Nothing goes better than like a good white noise generator in Destiny's Child. But the dogs, you know, still can... We put it on low, so it doesn't matter if it's a slow song or fast song. We just don't have to have it loud for the dogs. Yeah, that's true. Just on a level where she feels comfortable. Sometimes when I leave the house, I'll leave on music, like dog music or the news or wait, something. Wait, wait. What's dog music? Like, what's dog music? Wait, wait, wait. Get to the chorus. We all love the chorus. <laughs> I really never heard of dog music. I don't know what she's talking about right now. It's really just soothing jazz for dogs. There's like YouTube channels. If you look up dog music, there's... Really? There's also cat music. Yeah, it's like it's a whole part of YouTube of just animal music that you put on for when you leave the house so that the dogs have a noise to listen to. Okay, so to take your dog, Lindsay, get your inline skates going, create your dog sledding team, get all of them a shuffle playlist through R&D for dog headphones that plays a playlist of solo Beyonce, Destiny's Child, and White Noise. But also Glozell's dog song. And Glozell's dog song. (laughs) Which means I have to like pay to take Glow into the recording studio. I want to make sure I can pay Glozell well and have a really good team behind. At least a hundred million. At least. Yeah, Lindsay, what do you need? What? Let's get you what you need. So also something I'm thinking of like is I hate walking on fl- dirty floor. If there's any sort of dirt on my floor, I become unnerved. So I'm going to need a Roomba, but also like a cleaner for my house So that my floor never gets dirty because I hate that feeling. And you want them to live with you? 
Well, yes. This is what Aaron says. So they're doing more. They're cooking. They're cleaning. No, no. I don't need them to be cooking. But, you know, is it really safe to be cooking with, like, hot oil and things like that if you can't wear anything on your feet? Okay, okay. Let me get this straight. Are you saying that you should wear footwear when you cook? What if, like, something, like, pops out, like, oil bounces out of the pan but you said footwear i would think definitely some clothes like a sock you could be naked and have on shoes and you're like well that's fine that's that works (laughs) that's fine (laughs) i never heard of that i think i'm thinking most people in the kitchen don't besides you don't wear shoes when they're cooking well i don't wear shoes i don't like to wear shoes in the house but i definitely enjoy a sock if i'm cooking something that's hot because what if it spills a little bit you could also have indoor skates just for the indoors so you could zip about your home right Ugh. right you have a pair that you don't go outside in okay house skates okay Linz, this is your new life what's it going to cost forever for the rest of my life i'm gonna go with 75 million dollars <gasps> that's good covers a lot you have a lot of, you have a lot you'd have to do this is gonna be like a full-time job just adapting i have a lot of stuff to do i actually have a very simple answer for this one okay so I was thinking about it. I don't think I need too much. And by not needing too much, I need a crap ton. So I'm going to say I want $37 million. I want to have a cobbler for life whom, whom I can hire to make me custom rollerblades for all occasions. I want bedazzled rollerblades. I want my nice, fancy, like shiny black leather rollerblades for nice occasions. I'm going to want it all. I also am thinking that I can make sure they're custom rollerblades that lock so the wheels lock so I can just walk on them. So it's just getting used to walking on the TV toddies. I don't know what that means, but it makes sense. <laughs> I'm also thinking that I can put money into just cleaning people also just to like, if I know I'm going to go to a movie theater and I want to go barefoot, maybe I can send my crew ahead to sanitize the floor. So it's mostly for the cobbler. And not cobbler like Mike Glazer, past reference, haha, hashtag, listen to every episode club. <laughs> a cobbler for shoes, but a skatey cobbles. What is your sign, Aaron? I'm a Virgo and a, a capital V. So your birthday's coming up. September. I am a 9-11 baby. But speaking of babies, there are some other babies that we love tending to. I don't know where I'm going with this, but our audience is a bunch of babes. And they've all been polled on this question, Glozell. Let's look at some of the results. The high was $30 million. That's the highest anyone put for... Forever? Forever. The low, two people put $10,000. Unbelievable. Forever? I want to know why. You're going to have to pay for people to be around you. So you got to, you going first class, they got to go first class. You got to have enough money to keep people happy while you skating around. Yeah. I want to ask these people. I got to know. I want to know why 10,000. Maybe they're really good on a pair of rollerblades. Maybe they're just great skaters. I guess. Maybe they're cleaners. Cleaners or cobblers. Lindsay, do you want to cobble us a new question? Sure. That's beautiful. What is your price to only eat candy bars for six months you've got to get new teeth what do candy bars mean to you everything to me especially now i'm going to just put candy out there because reese's peanut butter cups like i love peanut butter that's that is my jam so i would think that after six months we got we definitely got to go to the doctor we got to, you know, get colonics. It's a lot of cupping, a lot of peanut butter cupping. Yeah, you got to get that out of your system. And you have to go to a dentist, like seriously. But you didn't say you had to eat a lot of them. You just, because most of the time you could be fasting. For six whole months? It's six months and all you can eat is candy bars. So, I mean, of course you can have water. 
So people fast on that. And then you just say, well, you said candy bars, but can they be healthy candy bars? Like they don't have to be, you know. Well, they can- can't be a granola bar because that's not a candy bar, even though okay. they technically are very much the same. We're talking candy, candy, Snickers, Butterfinger. You're messing yourself up. It's really, really bad. You're going to develop scurvy. Yes. If you're not getting your nutrients, it's a mess. You're not getting your protein or fiber, just pure sugar. So you're going to get scurvy from your lack of vitamin C. You can get anemia. You'd be tired. Does a Starburst count as a candy bar? It comes in a bar type of thing. It's just in pieces. That's not a candy bar. Reese's peanut butter cup is not a candy bar, but like a Snickers. Oh, yeah, that, that to me is like quintessential candy bar. That's a good life. That's a number one. But at least it has nuts. You got some protein in there. It's you got true. a little bit in there, but you still, you aren't getting any fruit. You're not getting vitamin C. You're not getting most no. of your vitamins. I think that by the end of this, you could be like very sick and malnutrition. The issue with candy bars is it's a health issue. You would have to get some kind of IV with nutrients. You'd have to. Or else? I don't think so. I think that you can fast and you're not eating, you know, you dissect. Like if it's a sneaker bar, I'm eating the nuts and the caramel right now. And then I'm eating the nougat in another three days. And I will stretch it out that I'm not eating four or five candy bars or 10 candy bars, you know, several candy bars a day and win in the six months and still be alive. How much would it cost to get a chocolate factory of your own for fully in operations? Because if you did it right, you could start your own candy bar company during these six months and get your own candy bars fabricated that are as nutritious as they are delicious. But at what point do they just become a granola bar or like a health food bar? Well, the candy part is the amount of sugar or chocolate, you know, but it could be a candy bar made with sugar from fruit. Also, are you allowed to drink orange juice and like juices? I'm going to say no, you can't. It's water and candy bars. Oof, you drive a hard bargain. Because if that's the case, you wouldn't have the candy bar. You're like, I'm just going to do different juices. And you're doing a juice fast, like back to doing fast for six months. And people do that all the time. That's that's not a stretch. A purist. Apparently, the definition of a candy bar, looking at this here, is it's a long, thin, sweet food, usually covered in chocolate. So a candy bar, it's covered in chocolate, but only sometimes. Right. It could be covered in yogurt. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. It could just be covered in caramel, caramel and nuts. Like, what is that, a payday that's just caramel and peanuts? It could be dark chocolate with no sugar. It has to be sugar. I'm looking here. Sugar is the primary ingredient in candy bars, whereas cocoa forms the main component in chocolate bars. I see. So it could be 51% sugar. So candy really leaves you wide open. I'm just thinking I grab a syringe and I fill it up with like pureed strawberry and just inject it in there. Oh my gosh. Oh, in the into the candy bar. Okay. What do you think I'm doing? Mainlining strawberry in my arm? I thought you was like, I'm just gonna take the sugar direct and take the syringe and go right right to the arm. I didn't know what you was. No, it's not a Wednesday night. Oh, oh. do you do stand up, Aaron? Aaron with one A. I podcast and I podcast proudly and I podcast with no remorse. That is good. Because you're kind of funny. So your parents decided not two A's? I can't tell if... It's like a compliment roast. It's it's all over the place. Thank you for telling me I'm funny. Um, that's how I retain friends. And thank you for the comment on the A's. My parents uh, didn't want me to be selfish. So they said, if he can't get by with one A, then he won't understand the true value of hard work. And it didn't make any sense. And my parents have misdirected me ever since. And that's why I'm podcasting. 
See, I asked you if there was anything annoying that they did. They misdirected you. They're lovely people. They have to be. You would think they're patient at the very least. Listen, I think I've got it. So I'm going to go back to where you were, Glozell. I'm going to say $100 million for myself for this whole shkabangi because I want to open a chocolate factory. I want to open a candy bar factory, that is. And I want to make candy bars that are 51% sugar. And the rest of it is just a smorgasbord of nutrients and protein. And I will eat that for those six months. And then I'll have a lot of money to deal with all the other detrimental health effects that it's caused. And then I'll just have a lot of extra money that I can use to fortify and grow my new healthy candy bar business. I just don't think you're going to be unhealthy. I think there's a way to do it where you're not unhealthy. You'll be malnourished. You'll get scurvy. Will you be malnourished in six months? Yes, for sure. I'm just saying because people do water fast. And if you do water fast and you're allowed to have candy bars and, you know, you're not doing the candy bars all day, every day, that maybe there's a way that you're not as bad as you think you're going to be. For six months with no nutrients or like very minimal nutrients? Well, you said, but candy bars, some candy bars have some nutrients. Like I said, there's nuts in some, there's fruit in some. There is, but it's like trace amounts. I don't think you're going to be thriving. But I don't know if you're going to die in six, like scurvy in six months when you have something. The people on the ships, the the boat pirates, were not out on six full months. I mean, maybe for sometimes, but they probably, to get across the ocean from, say, England to here takes, what, a month? You could get scurvy in a month, I think. But they were also eating other things and drinking a lot. and They could eat rats for protein. I mean, they didn't go on the ship with no food. They just didn't have oranges. Scurvy is caused by not having enough vitamin C in your diet for at least three months. You got a Willy Wonka this shit. So the candy bar could have vitamin C in it. They didn't say the candy bar can't have vitamin C in it. It's true. There's dried oranges in there, whatever else has vitamin C in it. Extra fortified with vitamin C in the candy bar. You could still develop like diabetes during this whole time. So costs got to cover for that too. Wow, yeah, you could. But I think you're thinking that you're going to be eating candy bars all day and night where I'm like, you're, you're not. Because I'm a faster. I'm just like, I don't, I've never checked into for six months. But like, if you only had a Frosty from Wendy's once a day, you're going to lose weight. That's gonna, depends on how you already started. See, a candy bar might be less sugar than what I'm eating already. Like, oh, you're saying the caloric deficiency is still there. So you know, lose. Yeah, yeah, like somebody might not get worse at six months. You definitely want to chunk up before you start this initiative. That's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, you might not. You might be better in some areas if you do it correctly. That's fair. I just imagine a wonderful life rollerblading with you while we eat Snickers. That is a good life. It's that a good is life. a that's real a good life. life. That's a green life. Okay, so I'm sitting at my $100 million. I want to Willy Wonka this thing. Where are you two sitting? What's it going to cost? It's going to cost $100 because I need my life to change. I don't want, I'm not working after this at all. <laughs> Why? You're just done? I'm done. I'm done with, yes. Why? It'll be a reality show. No one said I can't film it. You're going to film what I'm doing, what I feel like I'm, I'm probably irritable because it is some kind of a diet anyway. I'm not eating, you know, all the stuff I want to eat even though I love what I'm eating, and then somebody's sniffing me. So, yeah, I think that I'll be done at six months, and uh, I want my money, and then you never, you won't see me anymore. I'll be like, bye. I'll miss you. Okay, well, you can see me and massage my feet. Okay. 
So Lindsay, let's say you do an afternoon of kickboxing. You're feeling good. You have a lot of emotions and you're ready to eat them for six months. I've put a lot of thought into this. And here's what I think, because I, after a week, I'm going to be dying for just spaghetti and tomato sauce for, you know, an onion ring for us for a salad for like, these are the foods that I love. I mean, I love eating and I don't really go for candy that much ice cream occasionally, but I'm not really a candy person. So I feel like I would be very dissatisfied and very tempted to eat things that were not on my candy bar challenge. So I'm going to go to a cabin in the forest for six months with my candy bars and with enough water to get by. And Bagel and I are going to be there and we're going to probably write a book or an album like Bon Iver and be away from all of the temptation of, of the real world. Beautiful. So that's going to cost some money. Right, because you're losing your, your jobs or whatever. You're not going to have Wi-Fi in the, in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. So you imagine this ending like Bon Iver's first album, but I think it's really going to be more like the Into the Wild ending. Into the Wild. I don't know that one. It ends with him dying of malnutrition out on his romantic woodland journey because he is a metropolitan child and doesn't <laughs> didn't know how to plan accordingly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. I do want to have access to a doctor, you know, if I need maybe a short drive into town or they can come to me like a small town woodland doctor. But then, you know, the aftercare could be really intense. What if I do get really sick? What if I have some really bad reaction? And then I'm going to want to make sure that I can take care of myself on the other end and be like the healthiest person on the planet to undo the harm that I've caused. The bladder infections alone from just eating sugar. I know. It's so bad. Like your gut is going to be so off. It's going to take it's going to take so much work to get your gut to be like be able to process regular food again, which is going to be a whole thing. What's all this chaos worth to you? Because I'm able to ask for some money for this, I can hire like a doctor, a GI specialist, some sort of like nutritionist who knows what I've been going through to like help me figure out what I need to eat so that I can heal my body from the trauma I've put it through. And, you know, then there's the cabin. And if I'm sickly, I don't, I don't really want to have to worry about work for a little bit, getting work if I'm super sick and healing and trying to focus on that. So that's something to factor in. So for this one, I'm going to say, $15 million, $15 million. Very reasonable. You might not be so sick. I'm just trying to prepare for the worst case scenario because I've never done that. I don't know how my body will respond. There's a chance I could thrive, but there's also a chance that I could get really sick. What's the dog going to eat? Lindsay at the end of this, probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're looking like a stick. You're looking like a bone. Oh, oh my God. She would never... You know who threw us a bone? Our lovely audience. They did the poll and they had <laughs> things to say. The high was $10 billion. No surprise there. That is somebody just does not want to do this. But the low was 20000 That is so low. 20000 could be life-changing for somebody. But like almost half our audience was under a million dollars in what they wanted. Although one person on Reddit, Novel Fox on Reddit, said it would take them free insulin for life to take this up. So that definitely factors in. Yes, because if you become diabetic, I didn't even think about that. Also, work on undoing it. If it took six months of eating candy bars, then don't, you know, be strict and be strategic with your food choices. 
No, for sure. Well, you know, the machine that I want to build would make chocolate bars, but there's another machine that I have ready right here. And that's a time machine going all the way back to high school. And I want you ladies to hop into this time machine with me. Quick, beep, boop, boop, boop. Press the buttons. Come on, we'll turn it on. Oh, feels nice in here. Yeah. Lindsay, grab the keys to my DeLorean. Here you go. Toss. Ooh, catch. Thank you so much. Putting this baby in drive. And here we go. What's your price to marry your high school bully? Do we have bullies from high school? I, I have one that immediately comes to mind. Do you? There's a bully around that time, but not actually at the school, in a club that I was in during the time of high school. He was terrible and met up again through Facebook, like, oh, you're doing well. I see you. He's a teacher of some sort. And oh, my kids just like, love you. And like, oh, I know you acting like you. he wasn't a horrible person. And you, if you don't mind giving him a shout out, you know, because they don't believe I know you. So I did all that. And then as time progressed, I was like, I won't be able to do this right now. I was like, and then he switched. He changed. I'm, I'm like, okay, so this is the, the jerk that's always been there. So he didn't grow up. He's still a terrible person. Bless his heart. That sounds bad. So if I had to marry him, oh, oh. That's the rest of your life with that person. I mean, it's just to get married. Yeah, we don't have to live together. Well, you could also get divorced, right? I mean, it doesn't say you have to stay married. Let's add an addendum to this that you have to do a live-in marriage for one year. Okay, I think with a hundred million, because the house should be answered everything. <laughs> yeah, because the house <laughs> see the house could be big enough that I'm not in his face all the time. He's not in my face all the time because we would be avoiding each other. Yeah, I feel like space in that situation would be the most important thing to know that like. You have a bedroom and an office and you have your space. You can, yes. he can use the basement kitchenette. But also, what if something crazy happened where you're in the situation you have to be in? It's like this arranged scenario where you're marrying your bully. And then one day there's a small fire in his kitchenette in the basement and you come downstairs and you save the day and you put the fire out. Would I? Maybe. I mean, it's your house, too. You don't want it to burn down. He looks into your eyes, and he leans forward and smells your arm, and you like it. You're like, oh, my God, he's smelling my arm. And he's like, you smell so good. And you're like, I do. And he's looking at you like you hung the moon, and you're like, wait, this feels nice. And then he starts to try to woo you, and he becomes a totally different person in the process. And because his loving you has changed him at his core, and then you start to see who he really is, and you guys fall in love. But I'll still have $100 million, so that's all good. Exactly. And he is fine. His body is fine. His face is fine. It's just his personality was wackadoodle. If he's living in a basement kitchenette for a year while pining over you, that's going to change a man. I like that. Trust me. A basement kitchenette, that'll fuck you up. I mean, it's a mansion, so it's going to be kind of nice. Lindsay, I feel like Glozell would really benefit from our baby goat mansion that we designed. Where uh, Glozell, we designed a mansion where it's a massive bathroom garden with two goats living in it in the middle of a mansion. And then we both have a wing. I feel like we could like Airbnb that to you for your marriage. I would love that. For the year of marriage, unless you guys fall in love. And then you meet in the goat bathroom garden. I would have the goat eat all his stuff. Just offer his clothes, paperwork, whatever, until we fall in love. Then I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry I did that. But until then, it's the goat's fault. Would you stay in a goat mansion for six months? Lindsay would stay in a goat mansion for life. Forever. I love goats. I have a kinship with goats. Lindsay, do you have a bully? Did I have a high school bully? Yeah. I had 
Many. I was a very highly bullied person. Were the girls that did it though? Some girls and some boys because the boys were liked some of the girls and the girls were bullying. And so the boys would just jump right on board because it impressed the girls because I was the new girl and they didn't like that. Like new girl in a small town did not go well for me. Why did you move there? Because my dad's job moved to a bigger city. And then the house that my parents could afford was in a small town. So my dad just commuted. How did they bully you? In what manner? If you're comfortable with that. I won't say everything, but I will say, so they wouldn't let me sit at the lunch tables. And every time I would try to, they would pull my chair out. Just like on the shows, like you've seen the scenario play out. Yes. I mean, I'm sure they saw it on TV and just were like, we're going to do it to that girl. But they were also just generally terrible to me. There was one girl that didn't like me very much. So anytime I would go to a party, she would punch the person in the face that I had come to the party with. What? How much to marry her? Let's do her. Let's do punch and Paulette. Wouldn't punch me, would punch the person that I came with. Yeah. That's terrible. That's worse. That was one scary person. And I can't imagine she's gotten less scary. You just need to be poor. There's no money on that. (laughs) I also like, I don't want her to have some fabulous life because I got paid to do this with her. Like I would rather suffer so she suffers. Just do the prenup. She doesn't get any of this. We'll have an airtight prenup. Why would she marry you? Like, what does she get out of it if there's a prenup? Like, what does she? Let's presume that whoever is financing this knows how to blackmail the right people in the right ways. All right. I like that. Yeah. Glozell, you don't have to worry about it. We have people. If I'm doing this for, let's say, a year, I would also want to have a lot of space and security. Ah. A security guard to make sure that no physical harm came to me in this process because this is a violent person. Smart. I would also make sure that this was an, a drug and alcohol free home. Because I think that a lot of things were induced by that. And those things can make other mechanisms worse. So let's just say for this year in this house, no, no drugs or alcohol to be in this house. And just lots of space to be apart in this home. But we want not have to be in Los Angeles. So let's say to go through this experiment with this person, I would probably need big home, lots of therapy. Are you lesbian? Sometimes. But I also don't foresee a physical relationship with this person. Ah. I don't think that's going to be part of the deal regardless. You're not going to let her smell you. I don't think I would let her smell me even if the kitchenette caught on fire. So I'm going to say $15 million. So I make sure that I have enough space and enough protection and enough therapy to get through it. I actually had a similar number too. I was thinking $13 million. I hated my bully. What was your bully like? I had a lot of people who kind of bullied me all throughout my childhood because I was just a weirdo. But actually, the person who stands out in my mind was a bully, but indirectly. He manipulated social circles. He, like, joined a club that I was in and made me a pariah in my own club and usurped it and then, like, kicked me out. And, like, it was a club I started and ran in high school. It was the RC club, guys, for remote control airplanes and vehicles. And... I started the club, did everything, then he joined it, and then he one day told me I had to be somewhere, and then I went there, and that was the day they did the yearbook photo for the club, and that way they got to do it without me there, and that's how he became president of my club. Whoa. He was, like, my good friend for, like, a year or two, and then turned on me, and I, like, learned that he was just trying to get the benefits of my friendship, and then... 
swoop in. It was very gross. So he didn't bully me in a way where I knew it. It was more like bullied me, like he played the long con and then turned it around and became someone who was then my tormentor after the turnaround. And then like socially excluded me from my own friend group. It was very not good. No. Dark. I don't know who he's grown up to be now. I haven't seen him since high school. Serial killer. No, I think he was just like spoiled and entitled and didn't understand empathy and the value of like the hard work that you put in to create things of your own and that you know i just think he was like some spoiled kid so i think that i would do the whole setup we have i would probably set up a security system in the house where like i knew if he crossed over like out of the partition of the the house unit that i set up for him and i would make sure that there's probably some like strong person living there always on rotation to just kind of make sure it's safe in case this guy is violent I would get a really good lawyer just to draft up all the right paperwork, make sure he doesn't get anything in mind. And we would just have a good old fashioned sexless marriage, which is what maybe what I'll need for that year. Maybe, maybe it'll bring things to my life that I need. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, we get by. It won't be so bad. And then I'll have the money to deal with the therapy and all the issues from that. And then also the fallout, of course, from the divorce, which will be messy and still cost money because people I've learned people can sue whether or not they're right or wrong. So yeah, covers for a lot of that, plus damages and lifestyle. Plus you don't have to wait till it's over to do the therapy. You can do the therapy from day one because it's like you're marrying your bully. You need therapy right then. Yeah, yeah, but also upfront costs for the future. Plus I can use that money to buy Lindsay a goat and she needs it. I need one. Thank you. Maybe two, maybe two goats so they can play. I'll buy her one goat. She could buy the other goat. All right, looking at our audience poll here, the high was half a billion dollars to marry someone's high school bully. Right. Three people said zero dollars. That's crazy. One person here, Michael, said my high school bully was a smoking hot redhead. So zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's later. really funny. More than half our audience was under a million dollars. That's crazy to me. Maybe they live in Montgomery, Texas. Yeah. Small town. Maybe it don't cost that much. If they did, they'd be asking for... A lot more money. Speaking of Montgomery, Texas, I would love to Montgomery, Texas, ask Lindsay if she wants to kick off the final part of our show. It's a little part we're calling Would You Rather, where we pick one of the three things and you have to do it. If I had to choose one, I'm going to go with the candy bars because I'm thinking that I, there's a way that I won't be sick. And I don't have to deal with anybody. I don't have to deal with a bully. And my feet would be good because I'm not rolling around all the time. Makes sense. Yeah. The footwear one is ever again. And that sounds awful because I got to say, I love shoes. I love shoes. I don't want to give those up. The high school bully. No, because my bullies. Your bully is terrible. We're all really bad. So I guess I'm going with candy bars and I may mess up my gut forever, but it's worth it to not have to marry a bully or never wear shoes again. Fair enough. I'm going to go with bully. I think it's not that big of a situation. Worst case scenario, it's just annoying for that time. And then you move on. You have the money. Best case scenario, I learn a lot about my heart and my ability to forgive. Oh, Yeah. Don't you forgive them now? You don't have to marry them to be forgiven to forgive them. No, I don't care about all those Zen rules. I will not forgive someone for free. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. We're on to the awards. We made it. We're there. It's award season, Glozell. Oh, okay. And it's very important that you understand that we have a really important award called the Cheap Charlie Award. Okay. To do everything in today's episode, at $105 million, Lindsay wins the Cheap Charlie Award. Yeah, Cheap Charlie. 
I'm going to slap you at this award show. Ooh, a gift. I'll take it. (laughs) I want it. The biggest source of green at $300 million is Glazelle. I was going to go into green anyway, right? Yeah. (laughs) Usually we call it the big spender award, but I think we should call it the big greenie today. Big greenie, for sure. I like to thank God. I like to thank my mama. It's just been wonderful. Thank you so very much. Really great work. Thank you. Thank you. Chloe, the real wonder here is you. You cast a spell on us every moment we're with you. (laughs) Truly, I'm I'm bewitched by you. You complete me, y'all. So wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Glow, anything going on? You're always up to stuff. You're writing, you're entertaining, you're living, you're laughing. What's up? I'm so excited to say that I'm in Trolls 3. Cool. And yes, I start going in the studio on Monday, so I'm very excited. So look for me in Trolls 3, please. If you want any kind of shout outs, you can find me on Cameo, Glowzell on Cameo. Anniversary's birthday is coming out, going in, whatever you want. Just motivation. Catch me on Cameo, and I'm excited about that, of course. And I'm now on TikTok. So check me out on my TikTok, Glowzell on TikTok, all social media. Thank you so much. Easy to follow you on social media, but hard to follow you on air after that. We love you. Thank you for coming on. It was awesome to spend this time with you. This was so fun, Glozell. Thank you. I hope to be on again, and I appreciate you all. Should we wrap up today's episode with a little dog music? <laughs> Boy, howdy, did we just go, glow, go, go, goo, 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 go, 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 glow, glow, dolls. Do we make a band? Ooh, glow, go, dolls. I'm going to start a band called the Green Hot Globy Globers. I'm thinking we grab a little green colored basketball and call ourselves the Harlem Glow Trotters. Well, I like it. And that's the best one. And that's what we're doing. And speaking of weird segues I've been doing all day today, we have a lot of fun making the show. You could even say we have a ball. But you know what we love even more? All y'all. And how much all y'all love playing along. If you want to join in the fun, run as fast as you can to your nearest browser and let us know your worth. We're always putting up new polls over at humanvaluespodcast.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter for reminders and updates. If you enjoyed today's episode or just love the show, spread the word. We appreciate it so much. If you mention Human Values Pod on Instagram or TikTok, or if you leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app and maybe leave a rating while you're there, maybe we'll choose you for a shout out. But really just thank you. Thank you all. Big thanks. Big, big thanks. Well, look what happened. You reached the end of the episode. Wow, your commitment is commendable. I like it here. And I like being here with you, Lindsay. I also like it. Oh, thanks. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks and Aaron Ruben Corny. Special thanks to our great guest this week, Glozell Green. Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brooke and Aaron Ruben Corny. Our editor is Andrew Sims. And our music is by Omer Bensby. All information, research, and advice shared on today's episode was expressed for entertainment purposes only. Statements provided by the Human Values hosts, production team, and guests should not be taken as professional advice or fact. In short, when in doubt, please don't listen to us. Human Values is a human content production. 